Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. What's going on here? Tell me, yeah, talk I mean, me through this. I, I mean, the only are coming is not because any kind of special genius or anything, but I paid attention to the fact that this is not linear. This is exponential. Right. And so as human beings, we always think linearly, right? We don't think in exponentials. You see something four or five, 10 cases, you don't think of a problem. But a person who thinks exponentially is like, holy shit, that's a million cases on X date, right? Yeah. And so you get quickly overwhelmed with exponentials. And so I saw that and I was like, this market is completely discounting it. And when I say market, I don't also mean financial market. I also mean healthcare, citizens, people who aren't changing behavior, people who are going out and partying like it's 1999. The only way to stop something like this is to take action early. It's the only way. Right. Because once you get into that, those bigger numbers and the power of exponential growth gets, it just overwhelms your resources right. fairly quickly. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You have hospitals and like uh, areas and of, you can't stop it. <laughs> Right? No, you can't stop it. So, the, the, but you can't stop it. The way to the, the way to stop things like this is to act early. If I told you, right? If I there's an easy way to get people to get the, the concept down. If I told you, hey, there's an investment I got, and it's going to pay you two hundred percent every ten days. Yeah, you'd be breaking your leg to give me money to get into it, right? You'd be getting as early as possible. The earlier, the better. And you're right. just like you're just going to make a gazillion dollars. Well, this is kind of like a negative investment. They're like, hey, there's this bad thing. It's kind of small right now, but it's going to have a 200% growth rate and it's going to be, you know, forever. Yeah. You'd be like, what do I do right now to stop that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and that's kind of, you know, where we are now. And, and really, you know, I'm hoovering in the information to see is behavior changing enough to slow this thing down? Right. Right. And the, and the main goal is to slow it down. And, and it's, it's, but like based on, I mean, I just saw this video about this, this NBA player that was mocking. Did you see this clip where he was like mocking the virus and he's the one that got it? He was like touching the microphones at a press conference the other day. Did you see this? No, I did not see that. It's, it's uh, Gary Owen just tweeted yeah. it, but like, and now this guy got it. They just suspended the NBA. March Madness behind crowds or can't. I mean, yeah, it's starting to like, people are starting to get that it's real. And it's like, people are saying, oh, it's only the flu, but it's not really how you look at it, right? Because it's like, it's, they're saying 20 to 60% no, of the population could have it. Not the flu. Like, the flu doesn't have 10% of the cases go to require hospitalization, right? That, that's just not even, you know, it's, I've heard people say that. I don't know if they're saying that for political reasons or they think people are overreacting and they don't have, think, they're thinking linearly or they're just idiots, you know, but it's not even close to the flu. Right. One second, you know, I mean, you don't see hospitals getting overwhelmed because people have the flu, right? Yeah. This disease attacks your lungs. You can't breathe. And and if you, if you get it bad, you need to be intubated and have a breathing apparatus or you die. Yeah. And that's the thing. These, these, uh, these incubators, aren't they, they're like gold because they cost like 30,000 a thing and they only have so many. So it's like, they can't put everyone on it. There's just not enough of them. Right. 
Well, it's a it's a ventilator, first of all, and you need a doctor. You can't just be on a ventilator. You have to be drugged up, right? Right. You can't just stick a tube down you and have it breathe you. And you need doctors and support staff mm-hmm. and all this other thing. So, and there's only so many of them per hospital. Right. So many staff. So it's, it's very easy. They're expensive, right? So, Aren't they very expensive as well? Well, it's not, I don't think expense is really the issue. I mean, I think... You know, you'd find the money to buy the ventilators, right, for the hospital. It's not like individuals are buying these. No, I know, but I mean, they're not like a hundred bucks. They're like, I I heard they were like, I get it. Yeah, of course. Like the government is donating a hundred thousand to Italy. Right. China's going to donate a hundred thousand to Italy, right? Like in a crisis, right? People come together. Right. But it can't. It can't give you the beds. It can't give you the staff. Right. You know, and it can't give you the staff in the time it is. And so, the, the selfish thing that angers me the most about people poo-pooing it and saying the flu is is that 80% of us will be okay. Right. We, we, we get it. It's mild or whatever, but we pass it on to other people, right? Yeah. And it's those people, the 20% of people who either, you know, show severe symptoms, require hospital, hospital help or require um, intubation, you know, that's really bad for them, right? That's really, really bad for them. And like people talk about you guys aren't even doing the most basic people aren't even doing the most basic things to help the spread of something that will really crush people if the system's overwhelmed right yeah no right? It's, and so yeah exactly it's not, it's not that we aren't all gonna get it it's a can't all get it at the same time because you need to we need to like have the cases come in at a rate that the hospital system can help I, everybody. I, I didn't even think about it like this, but so is this essentially at this point, this is a thing like measles, chicken pox. This is something in your lifetime, you'll probably get coronavirus then. This is like how that works. Is that what that means? It just means if it's all going to be in, like now or if it's like at some point you get it and now that's just how it is. Is that because like I never thought about chicken pox or the measles, but that's like that's something that happened in the history of our world. Right. And it's like people get it. You know, you get the chicken pox as a kid. Right, you yeah, I, is that the how I mean, it works? I'm no expert on this, but like, I mean, I don't, I can't say exactly how it works. But my belief is, is that this is something that eventually every, mostly everyone's going to get, unless, 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 unless between now and then there's some sort of cure or vaccine, you know, treatment that crushes it or whatever, right? But under under the current landscape that we're looking at, we're all going to get it eventually, right? Right, and there's no cure right now, so there are no like no immediate. Listen, yeah, you know it's Einstein who said the most powerful force in the universe is compound interest, right? Yeah. Like it's it's this this is what he's talking about exponentials. The power of exponentials is just ridiculous, and so as a trader, I've been exposed to it. As an engineer, I've been exposed to it. When somebody says, "Oh, we have this growth rate and the R not," which is how many people you, one person affects infects which is like two to three i'm like holy shit that's a huge exponent right you know it's huge yeah it's, so, it's scary you know that's why that's why you that's why you see graphs where people are like oh um three weeks ago they had like 60 cases and now they're just completely overwhelmed and it's not because they have ten thousand confirmed cases and ten thousand people are trying to go to the hospital it's because ten thousand ten percent of that is trying to go to a hospital 
in a region, whatever right. region well, it is. Well, then the other and, problem and is, right, people get the flu. What, Like, say you and I have a common cold right now. Like, if you get the flu right now, you're going to be freaking out and you're going to want to go check it out, right? Like, you're going to be, you're going to well, think. This, this, yeah, this is, this, this, this. Are you okay? That's, yeah, it's Jamie Staples, actually. I'm here. That's, uh, that's a subscriber coming in. Jamie Staples just rocked in <laughs> onto the thing of all people. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, the, 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 the issue is, is like, you know, um, there's going to be some psychological torture. If like, if you got COVID-19 and they said, oh, for your age group, there's only a, a half a percent chance of you dying. It's like, you don't want a one in 200 free roll to the thing, right? No, that's disgusting. You might, you might die of a heart attack. I would, I, I couldn't handle that. Especially, that's serious shit. Especially, especially when you're feeling like shit and death already. Yeah. I don't need that. No, Maybe no one. Got time for that. No one has any. You know? That's not. That's not cool. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's not. Because I mean, that's another thing. People are like, oh well, you know, it's uh, yeah. People keep and dropping so, this. I'm like, can you can you shut this this theory down? Because I see Yatraj in the building saying flu kills thirty nine thousand a month. Can you explain when people use this argument why this is not the right way to approach this? Maybe you could break that down because a little better. Because the flu has been. Around, yeah. yeah, because the flu has permeated the planet and has first of all the flu one has been around for a hundred years. And two, the number of people infected, okay, is much larger. When you when you get these numbers up to the numbers of the transmission of the flu, then you're gonna see 10 times the death of the flu. And on top of that, the, on top of that, the flu, right, requires not as much uh, intubation or hospitalization, right? And so, even within the with the higher death rate right there, there are people who go in the hospital, get on a respirator, and then they come out, right? They beat it because they have help with breathing. But if you don't have those breathing apparatus, they all die. Yeah. If you need a respirator and you don't get one, you die, period, end of sentence. And so that's why Italy's death rate is going up, right? Because they have, if you look at Italy's death rate right now, the current one is pretty high. And they've already put out something right now where they're telling people if you're over 60 and you need a respirator you're out of luck they don't have the resources they're prioritizing older people i mean younger people who have a higher chance of of living wow people if anybody in my if anybody in my timeline gives me the thing whatever i'm just straight blocking them because it's such idiocy and so stupid i don't want other people reading it and thinking like that and not changing their if behavior. they say what exactly if they if they, if they if they basically diminish what it is they give me this flu thing and it's just the flu oh yeah yeah so there's many people yeah i'm just like you know what you might as well just be talking about you know will automobiles kill this many people like right. it's just it, it's just a false comparison it's a distraction it takes away from what needs to be done which is people changing behavior yeah yeah. No. And so I'm just yeah. straight blocking anybody. Anybody who says that on my time, like I'm just straight blocking cats. And you and, and I just want to tell you to your face, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. No, it's serious. And it, and like you said, even if it's like, oh well, we're healthy, you're young, or kids can't do it. Listen, the kids get it. They go to school. It spreads like wildfire. Then they give it to people that can. Right. It's not even about like getting it. At some point, you you're have making it. you're making like a very very good point. Is like that one of the biggest vectors for flu or any virus or any disease is school. Yeah. Right. So whether or not the kids are immune, you don't want to create this mixing bag where we spread it and then send them home and give it to their parent or other people, their grandparents and kill other people. You don't. We want to stop the spread. Right. It's very simple. You want to change your behavior. So you stop the spread. 
the president of the United States is not shutting down flights from Europe because it's the fucking flu. Right. So anybody who's a fucking clown out there giving flu analogies, you know, you are a fucking idiot. You don't have to be an idiot. You can educate yourself, but you are a fucking idiot. Yeah, and there maybe part of that is like fear or just want to act, you know, like exactly. It's also just it's ignorance, ignorance too, because you're talking about scientists and people, and the World Health Organization just called it a pandemic. It's like you know, if you're saying these things, it's exactly, and maybe you have power over some of the people that follow you, that look up to you, and when you say that, you are not helping this because now people may no, and they're already like, oh. on the top. Online and they're just going, oh, it's just the flu. I'm just going to go about my business. I'm not going to wash my hands. I'm not going to distance myself. I'm not going to do my part in the community. Like, this is one of those things is where we're, like, super decentralized, right? We're not yeah. a command and control place at all. So that means everybody has to pitch in and do a little bit in order to get the, the rate of spread down so we don't overwhelm our medical resources. Period, end of sentence, full stop. That's what needs to happen. And until that happens, we're going to keep having chaos and, and we can have a really, really bad situation. And, and uh, like Florida, for example, which I think is more of a unique state than all for the U.S. just because it's so heavily dominant by elderly. And I saw some stats on the age of like, you know, 65 year old plus. I mean, it's one of those things you saw that nursing home in Washington where it sprung up like 31 to 35 got it. 13 died like these kind of homes nursing homes areas start getting it and it, it, it's like in florida for example you know it could be you know once it once it crosses that path of it's like yeah exactly what do you do you know who do you it's just like it's real serious you, you, you basically you, you basically have to change behavior like the only thing you do yeah. is change behavior like right now i mean me, the other people there are people out there like trying to develop a vaccine testing whether existing antivirals will work on this and and, and help you there's people doing their part right but for like me who's just a regular dude on the street and all the other regular dudes on the street the things we can do is just change our behavior you know right. and, and, and like you lead by example like you know I shut down my office I'm like no we were like oh we're gonna work to fight I'm like no this is the last like stay home yeah work from remote yeah and you know what I mean like we're not we're not we're not fucking around let, <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. this is a real deal this is not a drill let me let me ask you. You see the stock markets. Obviously, you trade natural gas. You've been a trader for so many years. And in terms of the markets, in terms of like what, ha like how does this work? Though you close your office, people close schools, kids aren't going to school. Like saying that this starts. I guess in China, it's already kind of gone the other way. It's slowed down. But at what point is it where things are back to normal? At what point do you feel realistically? I mean, I know you're not a scientist, but just my understanding. Like how long until? You know, the NBA suspended, sports aren't going to happen, all these kind of things that are regular flights aren't happening, people aren't traveling. It's like the world stands still. In theory, you know, how long could that, what do you think the, the longest case scenario that that could happen is? Or, or what, what would you even guess if you had to? Like, it seems. I mean, it's really hard to guess. I mean, there's 330 million Americans and I don't know, like what, 30 million Canadians, right? And, and, and different states. And, you know, you, you want to see. The, you, so when you have exponential growth, right? Every day, the number of new cases, assuming that you're testing properly, which we're not, right? So one of the things that has to happen is we have to be have ubiquitous testing, right? right? Because South Korea, right? They basically they had ubiquitous testing. They're testing fifty thousand people a day if they want to. They're when they get the test results, they're giving geolocated information to the other people to change their behavior to like bring this thing down. Right. right. And how do you know when you brought it down? It's when the number of new cases. So, 
you know, it goes like this. You have 12 new cases. You have 24 new cases. You have 50 new cases. You have 60 new cases. You have 80 new cases, right? When the new cases from one day to the next, right, assuming you're testing well, starts equaling the day before, you're halfway through. Okay. And that's just math from the exponents, right? Like, in general, you may, actually, I shouldn't say you're halfway through. You may be halfway done. Okay. And so then your final number of in, in, in infected cases should be two times wherever you are on that point. There's a very, very good video on this um, by, what is that guy, XKCD or XK, whatever his name is. What, on like YouTube or what's, what's his name? Yeah, he has a nice video that XKDD or XKCD. Oh, yeah. That I think might, it's XKCD. Yeah, I think that's him. If you too. look him up, you go on his thing, he has, a, he has like a nice video on exponential growth, what happens, when do you expect it to taper off, what do you need to look for to see it taper off, etc. It's right. a very good explainer on that. And I think if the whole world understood exponential growth and understood these things, you know, people would have behaved differently. But as human beings, I really can't fault them because we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't think exponentially. We just don't get to see that, right? Things just don't accelerate exponentially. They just don't do these type of things, right? Right. You know, we, we give very, very few examples in real life of that. We, we see lots of linear things, right? We see all kinds of linear things, very few exponential things. You know, aliens may think in exponential terms, but you know, when you encounter one, it's very, very powerful, whether it's positive or negative. You know, if you see exponential growth in, in, a, in a company and a stock where it's growing at 60% a year, every single year, you're like piling in like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, now that, you know, the world has shown you an example of how to do it right, it's shown you an example of how to do it wrong, right? It shows you what happens when you wait to change your behavior. You know, we should take those lessons and change behavior. And finally, you know, a lot of people um, weren't taking it that seriously. And now they're like, oh my God, we have to take this seriously. This is not, this is not a drill. Right. You know, it's not a hoax. It's not a drill. Serious. And there's real risk to real people. Yeah. And it's like, you could just do your part by just, you know, start washing your hands and staying away from people. Right. Because you, this it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's not, there's a good chance that you could be an asymptomatic carrier. So you're like whistling down the street, hanging out, going to a bar, doing your normal thing. And you know, if you could be one of those people that infect five, six, seven people. Right. Because you don't know for two, seven days, two weeks, you don't even know if you have it. Oh, hold on. There's not only that you not know if you two weeks, there's people who never know that they've had it. Interesting. But so I don't. They've had no symptoms, never felt sick, whatever. They just never know. So how does that work? Your body just has a good immune system or something? Because I, I thought that was a thing. It has a good immune system, whatever. Like, think about kids, right? Kids don't get affected. They're not dying, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You have a good immune system. The virus is in you. You know, you're still you're still putting viral. You're still putting viruses on other people, you know, around them and doing whatever, talking to them, farting, whatever you do. that gets the virus anywhere. I don't know how it gets transmitted exactly. I just know you keep your distance and wash your hands. But if you are asymptomatic carrier, you know what I mean? You're just infecting people left and right. 
Right. So that's even yeah more reason why schools in particular, that's why it's got to be shut down. Because if the kids have it, they don't know. They're not getting tested. And now they're at home. Grandma's there. You're there. Everyone has it. Right. And now people do. Yeah. So, I mean, man. This, and, this world will be a lot better when we're testing like crazy. Like when, when it's just like you can just get your answers, you can test like a pregnancy test or whatever. Then we're going to know. Right. Like then things are going to get like whatever, because we'll be able to like, easily isolate people, self-isolate people, stop the spread drive down the exponential growth down the down to like linear growth and then negative growth you know right yeah you don't want the situation where with the exponential growth the only the only reason why it's declining is because you're standing around already infected people <laughs> you don't want to have like 70 percent of the world infected it's like well everybody's infected so you know what's going on because the problem is is it's really easy to do the math right like there's 2.8 million hospital beds in the united states of america 65 percent of them are used Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many ventilators. So all you have to do is take a very large number, like 10 million, multiply it by 5%. That's 500,000. I mean, we're at capacity on beds. <laughs> you know what I mean? For, for, with ventilators and stuff like that. So if that's the problem. Right. If, if, if this was like nobody, you know, like only 0.1% needed hospital help. We can maybe, you know, infect a lot more people in the United States and not worried until we got a very, very big number. But that's not what it is. Right. And so if you don't have those beds available, right, the death rate goes alarmingly high. And that's what happened in Wuhan. I don't believe those death numbers in here. It's like, you don't have beds and this guy's in the hallway. He's not on a ventilator, but he's in the, he's in a hospital and they're trying to treat him. Right. But... You know what I mean? He has no mental. I, I, I don't understand either. These these doctors and these people that are here and they're like in the right suits. But like, imagine being in like Wuhan and Ground Zero, and you're just like eating like help with four hundred people or a thousand people that have uh, have the thing. Like, how do you not get it? Or you do get it, and then it's just like you're okay if you're a healthy doctor. You can help people. Like, I guess that's what I don't understand too. You get it, or you get it, or you succumb. It's like healthy people are going down. There's like this guy in New York right now, thirty five years old, uh, in a coma. <laughs> You know, coming back from uh, Italy, there's people, there's young people who are in dire straits in the hospital. Like, don't start giggling like, oh, I'm, I got it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. That's, you got it like that because the reason why you got it like that, in my opinion, not a doctor, but I've been told, is that because you're younger and you're stronger, when you go on the respirator, you survive. You last longer until you get to the respirator. And then when you're on the respirator, you survive. Stick an old person on a respirator, they die. Wow. Okay. And what about? Still, it doesn't matter. Like, do you do you do you want to do you want to take a? Let's say your chances of death are you know small, but then it's like fifty x that you might need to go out. Your chances to go to hospital and be on a respirator. It's like I don't want to be on a fucking respirator. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, who wants that? Yeah, it's scary to you too. You're in there, and then people. You're in there. It's like overcrowded. It's crazy. You're surrounded by it. You don't know what's happening. You don't. You might. It, yeah, it's just. It's a scary scene. You don't want to deal with that. Um, what are what precautions are you taking? What about schools? And I mean, I saw schools are closing here. I don't know if the whole country is. What about your daughters? You know, Brisa Sky. What's going on with with? Uh, yeah, I've been lo- I've been lobbying. I've been lobbying the school to close. We took them out for one day. I guess. Our school, I'm a little, I'm very disappointed on their actions, you know, especially as a community leader yeah. and about community service because there's an ethical thing to do, right, is to close schools. And I think schools have other considerations that are not necessarily, I think they're underweighting, you know, the role they can play as a, a, as a spreader of this disease and the impact. So I've been lobbying the schools like you, you should be closing. 
you know, I'm actually angry that they're not closed already. And, you know, I can tell you after spring break, you know, we go on spring break Friday. Um, you know, my kids will not be going back to school. Right. Unless, unless a miracle has happened, you know, between now and then. And, and what, but what for in that perspective, that train of thought, if it's, uh, how serious it is and what's going on, why, why wait till Friday or I guess it's almost there, but like in theory, isn't it every day it's getting worse. Things are happening. I mean, we, we have our own person. Every, every, so, you know, we've had family meetings on this or whatever. And we're like, do we go to this place? Do we not go to this place? Do we go here on this vacation? Whatever. Yeah. And so right now the density right, for as far as we know of infections per square mile is low. So the risk of contraction is low for us individually, okay? Community-wise, it's still growing exponentially, but for us, it's there. But at, at a certain point, like let's say you're in New York City, right? right? And let's say you have, you know, it's a 21, you're in Manhattan, two million people, 21 square miles, right? Or whatever it is close yeah, to. Yeah, that's not right? where you wanna be. You know, it's like, if you have one, you know what I mean? Like, is that density starts going up? You not to be in contact with the other people. It's too dense. You know what I mean? Right. And so we're kind of like, listen, if we're going to take any risk now, and Sky has like, you know, my, my oldest daughter has like finals and all these tests that they give and whatever. And like, it would be like a big deal. And, you know, am right. I going to like put her at a, like a disadvantage going to college or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, it's like a lot of different considered calculation. It's like, if we're going to take any risk whatsoever, I guess it's right now. Right. Personally, I'm saying personally for the, us, because it's not later, because the, the risk goes up exponentially, right? It's like, the risk is not that big deal. Next day, no, not that big deal. You know, 20 days later, it's like, oh my God, you can't go anywhere. Right, yeah, no, it makes sense. And so I think, I think, I think it took some, I think it took, like Mayor de Blasio said, oh my God, you know, he's, the hospital was like, we're, we're starting to see people flood in, right? He couldn't give an accurate count of what was going on in the situation in New York City. Or he just maybe he refused to or whatever. Right. And it's like people are like, you know, those reports are going up the chain, homeland security, whatever. Now people are like, okay, this is not a joke. Right. Right. This is not a joke. And so people start taking it seriously. And that's unfortunate because usually, you know, the numbers start off small in exponential growth and, you know, you kind of poo poo it. And then you're like, holy shit, where'd all these people come from? You know what I mean? And, what, and the problem is, by that point, the next wave, the next six days, it, it's overwhelming. Right. right? It's it, overwhelming very fast. Isn't, isn't it? I, the math that someone told me is every three days it doubles uh, roughly. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, well, it has, you know, everybody has their estimates on what, how many people one person is going to infect. You said three. So is, is that two to three? Yeah. Is it two to four? Is it? You know, it depends on the circumstances, the city, wherever you are and what you're using. You know, the, the numbers I've been seeing, I just been kind of baselining on is six, right around six. But they always give a range, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it could be three to nine, four to four to eight, whatever. Yeah. But every six days you have a doubling. Right. Right. And, and the doubling doesn't have to be the doubling doesn't have to be in the confirmed cases. Right. Because there's this whole pool of people out there. We don't feel that bad. You know, 80% of the cases, right, are mild or asymptomatic. So they're spreading the disease, but they're not coming into hospitals, they're not getting tests, they're not doing anything, but they're growing, right? They're an army out there, growing, growing, growing. 
And the only time you, right now in the United States when you see people, right, is they're sick and they go into the doctor like, I think I got COVID, right? They get so bad that they go to a hospital. Right. So you're, you're only seeing a fraction of the fraction of the number of people infected. Right. Right. If you have 31 deaths, you should, if you think the death rate is one, I plan how many people, you know, it's a good estimate. You cut, you cut right. out, you cut out there for so a second. If you, what was the estimate, Bill? Do you have, I said, like, if you, if you, you know, if you, if you have X amount of deaths that you have from COVID-19, you just divide that number, right? Right. By what you think the final death rate is. And that's how many people should be infected in theory. Yeah. Right? Approximately. Mm-hmm. So the observations that we've seen, like people are realizing the higher ups are finally realizing, like, we have a problem. Right. Well, also, we you see, problem. you see Tom Hanks and his wife got it. And we you see take NBA players get it. There was a player on Juventus, you know, one of the best soccer teams in the world has it. They're shutting down stuff. I mean, it's it's out. It's hit. It's crossed over the like whatever. I think people that are ignorant to it or, or think it's irrelevant are officially now they see what's happening. Trump makes a statement. They're closing borders like, yeah, it's a serious deal. I want to ask you, Bill, obviously, we both love poker. We both play a lot of poker. We both travel. I mean, I think we have to just touch on it. And this, and a lot of people watching our poker players will see this or play poker live in casinos. I mean, I can't think of a worse place. It's kind of obvious to play touch chips, be in a small room. You know, people you were you were taking talking about World Series of Poker, the odds. I mean, now it looks like I can't imagine it's possible, right? They're closing. They're they're shutting down the Olympics. It looks like the, all the major I, events. I mean, like I, I, it's, it's just I, like I really, I really. I saw the twelve to one number. Yeah, and I just thought like this is a steal. This is up, like not like, even I, real, right? Well, see, I, I didn't bet. I take ten to one, eight to one right now, easy. Yeah, like for all you got, like I would have put ten million dollars on that number because, because, right. because, because exponential growth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just can't. Like people are looking at it currently and saying whatever, and I looked at it like, okay, it could not happen, but we're not seeing behavior. And until you change behavior, this thing's going to grow like wildfire until it's a problem. Right. And so that, that was my whole thing. It's not like um, there's no there's no extra brains on this thing. It's just looking at it like, okay, this is what exponentials do. When you're standing on this part of the curve, it looks like no big deal. You take one step to the side and it's like, holy hell on that side. And you know that the only way to stop this thing is to change behavior. And we've seen China change course. We've seen South Korea mobilize and change behavior. And we saw a case where Italy didn't change behavior till it was too. And right. now they're in full crisis. Mode. Yeah, and, I, and I'm seeing full countries crisis. like Sweden, Switzerland, they're getting cases everywhere. But the countries that are actually less affected are really taking serious matters that they're, they're realizing, like, we see what's happening. Other, other countries, it's way till too late. Why don't we just shut it down uh, right now? So, I mean, that. Right. And so. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to explain that another way, right? Like the whole thing, like if this was a linear problem, everything that those countries would do would look like an overreaction. Like you'd be like, they're crazy. Why are they going crazy? Right. There's only four cases. Like who cares? No big deal. But when you have an exponential problem, you're crazy not to act. Right. You're absolutely crazy. You're just as crazy as to not to invest in that 200% return thing early I, I talked about. Right. It's yeah. just the other side of the coin. Yeah. The, the, you uh, always move Early. Well, I, I mean, this is my opinion. Again, obviously, I'm not trying with in terms of poker and I'm, casino, sure, and it's growing. Yeah, but if you could think of a worse place, and like, let's say you're at the LAPC or these places, or, or you know, in Vegas playing inside a casino, you're just touching chips from like 
everyone in the in their mother it's, it's actually the worst no thing you could ever be do right i mean really like and, and here's the thing There's if you're no saying way. you couldn't pay you probably all the money to go and sit down at a card, card room at a casino and, and sit there and play poker for 10 hours the reality is and people oh i have my hand sanitizer i have gloves on no you're touching your face in between you're touching chips every hand like it's just like it doesn't make sense it's like literally the worst thing you could do you're not not even a meter i mean the the recommended meter away from somebody you're six inches away from like thousands of people all the time right and thousands of lines i mean people get sick in the flu all kinds of other things just go into that thing right because it's a it's a mixing pot of whatever. It's like, oh, I got this sickness. You didn't get it. Your immune system's not used to it. You're gonna get it. This is the bottom line. So, right. like, there's like zero percent chance. And I went like, not only would I not do it in this current environment, I'm saying that where we don't have ubiquitous cure. You you there, Bill? You cut, I don't know if you got that. Way. Hold on, hold on. You got cut off when you said not only would I not do it, and then you cut out. Not only would I do it because of risk to me, that's that's like one thing, but I wouldn't do it because I don't want to set a bad example. Right. Like, I I mean, people like, oh, well, he's doing whatever. Like, he must think it's safe. I'm like, no, it's not. This is not what we should be doing. Not even just thinking about yourself. You just think about the community. Right. You know, well, the scary, the scary part about the the scary part about the poker is too, like Vegas or these places, guys are coming in from anywhere in the world. They come for three days, two days, they go to L.A., they're playing and then they fly home and they've touched. There's like no way to even know what happened. Like you literally could have touched like 2000 people within a six hour or whatever, nine hour. Maybe it's two days span. Someone touches it. They have it. It's just fucking Tom Hanks is a rich and powerful guy. Yeah. He's a rich and powerful guy. Yes. He has COVID-19. Yep. Okay, so I don't know, you know, guys, like, you know, <laughs> you can get it, anybody can get it. And if you think you're going to go into a thing that has 10,000 people in like a room, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hate to say it because I'm, you know, obviously we support poker and we want whatever, but we got to be realistic and, you know, it's time to, uh, time to click some buttons online, play a little, uh, you know, relax if you yeah, like poker I mean, and you like, got options. Listen, what? It, let's get the testing right, right? Let's get it so where everybody can get testing and testing is ubiquitous. Let's let's drive down behavior and stamp this thing down outright. And now we can have a poker tournament, you know what I mean? Right. Then, you, then, you, then maybe you could do something or let, let them get like a, a vaccine or a cure or, or find an antiviral that works. If you come out tomorrow and you're like, hey, works right. on this thing, party on, party on, gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's get it back on. Some, yeah, you know we'll, we'll have to throw a <laughs> special... On, but like, special event once it's all calmed down there'll be people fiending they'll haven't had their live poker for a while well uh, jamie staples in the chat asks, what sort of personal movement do you guys think makes sense jamie's asking are you self-isolating except food or doctors I'm not even sure exactly but tell me what the bill perkins methodology is from from t- you know today on what are you doing until this thing's uh any I mean, type I, mean, I, I, yeah. I just been i just been mainly chilling in my house like i have to go to record the audio book right so i go there but I'm, I'm heavy on like washing my hands, staying away from people, I'm avoiding crowded spots. I'm not doing any unnecessary things. You know what I mean? You won't catch me at the bar or the restaurant or whatever. If I go to a movie, it's I pick. I'm a meter away from everybody, washing my hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm not, yeah, you're you're living your best life, but you're not you're not mixing it. You're not you're not going to risk. crowds. Take it take it easy. Yeah, set take a yeah, little. Yeah, I'm just I'm just down. I'm just I'm just I'm just modifying. Listen. If everybody modifies their behavior a little bit, make it's a gonna big die difference, down. All right. you have to do is do your little bit of your. All you have to do is do your part. 
Maybe, you know? maybe, Bill, maybe this will say, solve or like help the world moving forward where this is bring everyone together. Maybe everyone will pick up a piece of litter, be a little nicer. Maybe this is like what we needed for the world to work together. Something like this, you know, because it's, maybe, it's I, I mean, mean, honestly, it's, 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 it's crazy. Isn't it crazy, though? Like if you think I mean, I'm 33. I don't know in your life like SARS happened. I don't even remember it. I was a kid. Like I didn't even know like what was going on or what that means. I just knew it was bad. And like that's like the thing I've heard that's the most close to. But, you know, this is crazy. Like shutting down borders. People are freaking out. It's fucking wild. Like as a looking at it from my like pretty much our whole generation mine and below have never seen really anything like this and now there's social media and it's like it's what's that it's a one in a hundred event it's a one in every hundred years event like this is what bill gates you know he's a very bright guy and very much into epidemiology and supporting his cause and this is what these are the things that that keeps him up at night worrying about things like this right new virus that nobody has an immunity to as of yet known that is highly contagious and has a higher lethality rate. It's like, boom, here it is. Welcome to the club, you know? And so here's the deal. Like, even if you change your behavior enough so that instead of infecting three people, you only infect one, that's better than nothing, right? Right. And if everybody does that, then this thing will slow down so that enough that our hospitals can take care of people who get sick and that we can eventually, you know, drop it out and give us time, you know, give a lot of people time for that eventual cure vaccine or antiviral that works. Yeah. I, I want to say is because massive. The, the, the SARS, the SARS deal, which, which you found out quicker, but it killed faster. Uh, that was like how I was explained that. But I mean, the scariest part about this too, in my mind is like, all right, well, luckily this is killing and, you know, it's bad to say that, but it's not like 10% or 30%. Like, you know, who's to say what, what it does, right? It's a virus that, like, we had no answer for and it spread like this. Like, yeah, this is, like, ultimately something that could threaten mankind, like, with something more powerful. Like, well, who said it was 1% or 2%? What if it's 60%, right? Or 80 or 90? It's like, well, well the, you know? I, I mean, I think right now in the current version of it, it is. But the one thing that gets scary, like, if you want to go down the, the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. is mutations. Right. That's scary. Right. <laughs> you like, you know, you come out with something that is mutation or, or, you know, like it's just, it's just, or like you create a vaccine where somebody is strong against it and they're just like a super carrier. So they're just infecting people left and right, but they're carrying over. I mean, yeah, there's, there's these horror movie type scenarios. Yeah, that can, I don't even yeah. want to think about. No, I'm not, I'm not trying. I, I, I know you, I know your mind wanders and I, and mine to a bit. I don't want to get freak people out. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, it's like, this is like this I'm type of like, thing you get gives, it gives like, it really brings it to light. Like you hear that, you know, meteors, some kind of crazy shit that you just have no, like there's just nothing you can do, but this is like very real present. And it, it makes you think like, well, fuck, like, what are we, what can yeah. we really do at certain points? If, I know. You know? And, and, it, it does. And it's scary. It's like Lara's sick right now. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, well, does she have the thing or not? She just got back from LA. I'm, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, is it the flu and the cold or is it COVID-19? You know, it's just, it just fucks with your mind, you know, all these permutations and, and, but the uplift to slow it down and bring it down. We can come together, you know, think about our fellow human beings, our fellow American citizens, our fellow neighbors, the people we love, our elders, our ancestors, whatever, and just change our behavior for them. Is it is some of it an inconvenience? Yes. Is some of it not an inconvenience? No. What's the matter with washing your damn hands? 
You know, right. I've never washed my hands this much in my entire life. Yeah, you got you your know? say. I know you have a sanitizer <laughs> bottle nearby. You might even have it in your pocket right now. I bet you got. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm soap and water. Like I'm, I'm soap and water. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just soap and water. Every time I can see, I'm like, all right, I'll just time to wash my hands. And then just wash my hands, wash my hands, wash my hands. Drink a lot of water. You know, I'm just doing the things, trying to take care. And I think if everybody does that, you know, it might not be the complete elimination, but it slows it down. And so everybody's got a part to play in life. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings. You know right. what I mean? Yep. So I'm telling everybody to get back in theirs and do do some good. Get 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 organized. Well, Bill, we've had a, we've done a podcast before. This is our this is a long this is a treat because honestly, I know you are up to speed and you have a very interesting intake. So I hope you know we'll maybe replay this. This is live on my Twitch. So this is a lot of good info, a lot of good insight. Obviously, you're not a scientist, but you got a good uh, grasp and maybe help people understand, or at least if some people are just saying it's the flu and don't worry about it. To, to kind of slap a little sense and, and make yep. them rethink that's that's good. Um, and uh, before we, we end, we talked about that stuff. Tell me a little bit just about your book. What day? It's, it's May 5th, correct? Die with Zero, which is uh, the title's a bit bit uh, intense for this moment. But yeah, that's uh, that that is the title of the book. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about what that is and, and what to expect and where they can maybe pre-order it? Yeah, you can, you can, I think all the bookstores, the sellers, whoever's your favorite, whether it's Amazon or Indie Books or, 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 um, Barnes and Nobles, I think they're all carrying it. You can pre-order it right now. And I definitely shamelessly plug, will uh, put that out there, but it's, it's about using all your resources effectively throughout your life so that you do not waste your life. And essentially it goes like this, like everybody here is, um, working for survival, but we're also working for experiences, right? One of those experiences is survival. So we want to survive and we also want to thrive. And and in order to thrive properly, one, you need to use all your resources, which means you need to spend all your money before you die. And not only that, not only do you need to spend all your money before you die, but you need to spend it in the right time periods of your life, right? If, if you had like a thousand dollars to go skiing, like a, if, if nobody got like money, but they just got tickets to do stuff, right? right? You wouldn't be using those tickets when you're 90 or 80, right? You'd be using most of your tickets 30 to, you know, 30 to 55 or something like that, right? Like right. you need to, you need to basically, it's not only on having these life experiences you want to have, but it's also the timing of those life experiences. And the book is all about that to maximize and optimize your life. Yeah, I can say I read the book. It's super fascinating. It really is interesting and, and it shifts your shifts your way. We got to subscribe right there. What up, Mad5820? Yeah, so that is May 5th. We'll have an official podcast closer to the date, talk about it a little more, but it it is very it's very informative, very interesting, and really kind of looks at it a different way. The title's got a, a strong strong message there but you know it's really don't waste your life right it's like you got to do stuff at certain points and, and, and enjoy experiences I mean, it, at the at the end of the day it's you know you get caught in the rat race etc yeah at the end of the day this book is basically don't live your life on autopilot it, that's it in a nutshell and then I go into like how to optimize your life and not live on autopilot based on what you want I'm never telling people I'm not telling people how to live I'm just telling them how to get the most out of their life in the way that they want to live so right. whatever you want to do whether it's your beach bum or you're, you know, I want to ski or you want to, you want yachts or you want to do charity work or whatever, whatever it is, this is how you get the most of it out of your life. And, and, and it's not like a, like a formula, you know, it's not like heavy math. It's like on exponents, and, you know, pi X to the 35th divided by, you know, there's not, it's not that it's more concepts, right? right. It's concepts you can apply every day to your life. Ways to think about things 
in order to get the most out of your life. And and what would, just uh, to kind of finish off here, I know you got a you got a lot going on over there. What is uh, what would you say to someone who's like? Oh man, f this guy. He's a billionaire. He's got or whatever. He's got hundreds of millions. He can do whatever he wants. It's not that easy. I got. I got. A, I'm a mother. I'm raising two kids. I, you know, this and that. How would you explain to someone that maybe doesn't have the full financial freedom or whatnot? How could you kind of give an, an analogy or an example of how this could maybe that's not necessarily what it's about or how they could apply some of the, the concept well, well, to. Every- well, well, every day, right? Like every day, like one of the simplest things, right? Like every day you have a choice on how you're going to spend your time, right? Whether or not you're going to choose this event or choose that event. Right. Even when you have no money, right? Like you need to order your life. Like let's say you had no money whatsoever. Okay. You just experience that you could do for free, right? Yeah. How are you going to get value out of the book? Well, you're going to come into the book. You're going to realize, wait a minute. I like hiking. I like playing chess. I like playing. Hey, Laura, can you get this? Hold on. I got, I'll do one second. Yeah. I like hiking. I like chess, et cetera. And you're going to want to be like, wait a minute. Do I spend an hour? Do I spend 10 hours playing chess? Or do I spend more hours hiking because I'm not going to be able to hike when I'm 90 or 85? Right. Yeah. Right. Or am I going to go hella ski? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to, my, based on you, it basically identifies like, hey, there's a season for every activity, right? Right. And so there's a season when your kid's going to be two. And so Jeff, I would say, hey, make sure you get off autopilot, identify everything you want to do with your, your kid up to two years old, because once it's gone, it's gone forever. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll, I'll say that to that example in that scenario, it's it's completely true. You know, I had the same thing. It's like there's always able to do more. Do you, you play poker for X amount of time? Well, your son, you know, I have an 11, 11 month old Joseph who you've met. No, it's like it's the best. You know, I love it. It's like so fun. They're like starting to kind of walk, learn stuff, do stuff. But that 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 thing's that's done soon. They're talking. Then the other, you know, so it's like how do you? And I find myself struggling a bit with that to sort of balance time and like what makes sense or what are you really doing what do you enjoy work otherwise and i think i think if you were to you know look back i'm 33 i know you're 50 if you were to look back at up to your life at this point and i know for me i can say this you know there's things that i look at and i'm like man from this time period or this days or what i was doing like and now appreciating time so much more because i have a son because i have a wife because i'm not like it was not like it was right when you're in your 20s and you're exploring the world you're with your boys yeah. it's like everything is different as a time and yeah, you got to really take it and, you know, realize that the things well, change. Here's, and yeah, here's the deal. Like we, it's a, these are tough trade-offs and decisions on how you spend your time, what you're doing. Right. But if you're not on autopilot, you'll always make the right decision. Right. If you're on autopilot, you'll watch your life pass you by and you'll let seasons of your life pass you by where you didn't allocate your resources. And that's at any income level or zero money. Right. Right. If you, if you, if you wind up 86 and you're like, shit, um, I was going to hike over here and I never really got to hike to see the top of that thing, but now I can't do it. Then, you know what I mean? That's kind of on you. You missed out on that experience and the memory dividend of that experience and the, and the joy it would have gave to you and you'll never get it back. And right. And so it's not always like just a physical activity versus, you know, a non-physical activity often, although often it is, but it may be other activities are like spending time with a loved one or this person or that person and doing this. And like, basically life is like Tetris. If you don't get the, if you don't get those elements of your life in the right order, you don't get the maximum fulfillment. Wow, that's that's and that doesn't matter whether you're playing. That's deep <laughs> Tetris. Know? Did you just think of that? I've never heard you say that. You, I know a lot of your your analogies and your stuff, but yeah, I've just, never I heard just, that. I just I just 
Yeah, I just put it out there for you so you can wow. have a visualization, right? And so it doesn't matter if you're playing Tetris for a million dollars or 50 bucks. You got to get the order right. Or or play money. You got to, you still got to, you got to, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even play money. Like, it's just like if, if you don't get the order right, right, you just don't get as many experiences in your life. Damn, you just dropped Tetris in a big way. That's uh, that's that's the best quote I think I've ever heard you do it. Tell, don't tell me that's the first time you've said that. Tetris is one of the first analogies. It's like t- Tetris is, wow. I've used packing algorithm, you know, like a packing algorithm, but Tetris is a packing game, algorithm game. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just that's the way life is. You know, right. if you were up in heaven, this is the one I usually say, right? Like I usually say, if you were up in heaven and God goes, hey, grab out of this basket all these activities and grab out of this basket all these activities, you can have them, you can have all, pick them out as many as you want. So you want to have sex 20,000 times? Here you go. You want to have, you know, you want to ride a motorcycle? Here you go. You want to go rave running? You want to go hell Here you go. Let's give you all these experiences that you could do. Okay. And you got this whole bag of experiences that you're going to have for your time on earth. And let's say God says you get 86 years and, and you know, now you're like, great. I get to have all the experiences and God taps you on the show and goes, well, you can, but you got to order them. Right. Right. And then you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the problem of life. Right. Yeah, you got to pull. When you're 90, nobody's going to do that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, but people, you know pe- I mean? you gotta, people, people you do it though. People do that, right? Oh, and, and, and and that happens that for everyone guilty. I, I guess everyone plays Tetris differently, and everyone know it's hard to get a perfect game or what that really is. But there are people that save till the, they don't even think they're just saving. I got kids, I got college, I got to do this, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they're sixty five, they're seventy, and they're like, oh shit, and that's that's the autopilot. That's what I mean. That that's where you're trying to so, so, people miss that to not miss that. So Jeff, you know, there's a chapter called time bucket your life, right? Yep. And so basically I say that, you know, people talk about a bucket list, but the bottom line is, is that you're not gonna wait till you're 80 and then be like, okay, I got this huge list, I'm gonna go do this, right? Yeah. And the real life, the real, and when I say like there's a season to your life, like you don't just die once, you die several times. And what I mean by that is, is that your 30s, they die. You know, you being a single guy, that dies, right? Yep. You having a teenager or a toddler, that dies. And those seasons die, right? And so each season has its own bucket list. And you got to get that right, you know, for if you want to optimize your life. So I have a bucket list of things I want to do with my kids while they're still teenagers and young girls and blah, blah, blah. I have a bucket list of things I want to do when I was a single guy. I have a bucket list of X, Y, and Z. It's not like I'm just going to wait till I'm dead and be like, <laughs> oh, let me wait till I'm close to the grave and be yeah. like, Okay, let me check off to this list. And so I have this I have this app or the thing I'm working on to help people think about like, hey, let me think in my life as discrete periods and the experiences I want to have in those discrete periods because certain experiences go in certain buckets. Like my glow stick days, raving at a party, they're pretty much gone. I like <laughs> you know that. I, mean? I like that pretty much. Pretty much gone. I like that. Pretty much gone. But you know, like it's like Chucky Cheese tokens, right? If you got, if you spent ten dollars on Chuck E. Cheese tokens and you haven't used them, and you're 33, you're probably never gonna use them. Right? You got, I, I have so many it's tickets. Over. I got so many tickets from those machines. You save up, and then the Chuck E. Cheese, then then you don't want to go there anymore. It doesn't matter, right? Right. And, yeah. And that's not optimal. That means you spent money for tokens you're never gonna use, and that's kind of like life, right? Like you got a period in your life, and this is the period for X, Y, and Z, and it's. You don't get, and, and these are your wants. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just right. saying for each period of your life, there's wants that sit in that period. If you don't, if you don't hammer them, then it's gone. Suboptimal. But, Sorry. But more so whether you're, whether you are 
you're not there to tell you what that is, but again, if this book, no. if this book jars you to just even think about it, it's sort of like meditation and focus. Like I know I'm not focused a lot. Like when I'm doing 20 things at once or too many things are on my phone, but like I'm aware at least when I'm not focused or when I'm doing too much, you know, it's like if you don't step back and sort of take a breath and realize what's happening, then it's autopilot. And I, I think that, yeah, that's yeah, powerful. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, let me tell you something. It's very difficult and it requires a lot of deli- a lot of deliberate action because listen, I write the book and I'm still like, all right, book, time bucket your life. I put up the bucket and I'm like, holy shit, what do I want to do? One of the hardest things to really do is to take a pause and figure out what you really want. Yeah. Yeah. For I mean, sure. You're, we're so on autopilot going through the motions, doing whatever. We never sit down, take a breather and go, okay, these next five years, Given my resources and within reason, not fantasy, but accomplish, what, what experiences do I want to have? What yeah. do I want to do in this period? What goes in the next five-year period? What goes in the period after that? How, what experiences am I going to drop in each bucket? It's, it's actually nerve-wracking. You're like, shit. Yeah. I've been winging it and just on autopilot for so long, I never really thought about it. Yeah, and it's. I think you it's. Know? It's also. It's also. You could take it a step further, and not only just experiences, which it's like about relationships, your parents, your your closest friends, Everything. all this stuff. What? Yeah. Everything. What do you want to create? What your legacy? Same health with you. Family. You want health, family, leisure. Yeah. You know, love life. You know. Yeah. Whatever. And it, and it, you know, all those things go. Yeah. Go into certain periods of your life. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing with this book. I'm sure you've thought about this for a while or you got this idea, but it's like at some point it's not easy to, you got to write the book. You got to go through the process. You got to take time to call, get the right editor, all this stuff. It's not just like it happens. So like at some point you have to say, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. You don't want to wait like another 10 years or 20 years. There's something, you know, like you gotta, it's like, there's a time and there's sacrifice. You're giving up time for other stuff you're doing to do this. So yeah, it's always a, Kind of a formula. No, but I think it's an important message. I think it's an important message because a lot of, you know, a lot of us will, um, you can just look at the healthcare costs. A lot of us will spend a lot of money at the end of our lives for an extra two to three three months of living or maybe yeah. even a week, right? Yeah. And we're and, 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 and we're saving for that, blah, blah, blah. Where we're giving up all these days and hours working for that during the prime of our lives. And then on top of that, we're not even really enjoying and get the most out of our primal lives. You know how I know? Not because we're not even thinking about what we want. We're not truly pausing and thinking about what the fuck do I really want these next five years? What experiences do I really want to have? You know, this COVID-19, COVID-19 thing really threw a monkey, it's throwing a monkey wrench at my thing because my favorite thing is travel. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I want to travel here. I want to go to Italy this summer. I want to go wherever. And I'm just like, needle scratch. So now I have to sit down and go, okay what experiences do I want to have these next two years? You know what I mean? Right. And what's possible, et cetera. So yeah. it's, 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 it's not easy, but it's something that I think everyone will get their lives back, you know, because you only get one ride on this uh, ride we call life. You only get one adventure. You only get one time to be between 30 and 35 in your 30s. You only get one time to be, you know, have a toddler. You only get one, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that, that just the season comes and goes. You get one shot. And so people need to be deliberate and identify what they want. Like, listen, if they want to go crazy and, and whatever, I, I don't judge any of that. I'm like, but make sure it's you, right. you know? Yeah. And make sure you optimize so you get more. I just want you to have more of it. You know what I mean? Right. If you're like, hey, I just want to go, I just want to go to strip clubs and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. 
I just want to make sure you have more of it. And you optimize for it. If you want to do charity things, do that, whatever. I'm like, great. Let's just optimize so you can get all these things in your life. Right. Fill your life up and have a great adventure. I don't know? I don't want to spoil it. And, and then that doesn't really matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Right. Uh, absolutely. Can, you, can, I'm basically I'm saying get the most out of your life. Whatever your resources is, squeeze every last bit out of it by deliberately thinking about what you want. Um, I, I, I agree with that. I don't want to spoil your book, but can I share? Because I did read it. You sent me a copy to uh, go over and kind of check it out, which I, I did love it. You got what's called a galley. So uh, okay. just to explain to the people what All a right. galley is. I don't when, know what that is. When you, uh, when you write the book, so you write the book, um, it's been, the editor has gone through it, but not the copy editor. And it has some graphics or whatever, but there's definitely still errors in it. And then you, that's the book that go to people to review the book or people to look at the book, whatever, but it, it has errors, it has whatever, it's not the final book. So Jeff has seen the book, it's gonna be almost exactly the same, but there were a couple of errors that need to be fixed and all the graphics had to be changed. I had graphics in there that looked like a textbook. I was like, fuck that, we need to simplify this make it easy to digest this is not a textbook this is a fun book to re-examine your life and so go ahead jeff i was gonna share that two things said. two things quickly that and not to, again so i don't want to like give away the book but whatever i think it's interesting because just two things that hopped out to me one about inheritances uh if you're fortunate enough to have money left over or whatnot really looking at why it doesn't make sense for someone that let's just say let's just take two million dollars for example a family has they wait till they're 95 or something or, or to, in the will to give or to dead. maybe someone that, or dead to someone that's like their kids, maybe they could have used it at 30 or 40, like 40, 45, 50. They have kids. They need, you know, they could actually use it and much more effectively than, you know, once you're, once your kid's 70, like hopefully they don't need, you know, a million, you know, hopefully they've done well on their own and, and are able to like sustain themselves. So that's one thing that's very powerful to think about that, that not necessarily, you know, it's not, I'll wait till my kids are a certain age or, you know, whatever. So that, that thought's very powerful to me. And then the other was you, the example saying you gave, you know, I believe it was your grandma or your mom. Yeah. Your grandma, maybe $10,000 for like a certain thing, but she like ended up at that point, she ended up just saving it and she bought you a sweater for like Christmas one year or something like after and didn't really ever yeah. use the money. It's like she was like whatever age she was and it was like in your head that made you think, man, like well, I wish I had done this and given it to her earlier because for her 60th or 70th or whatever it was, get her, get some, some amount of money, some gift, but basically that principle of like, she didn't use it. She didn't yeah, want to use it, just, it you know? It just, yeah. It was just a real life hard, you know, personal example of like, you get to a, you get to a certain age, you can't spend the money. You, it's, it's because of your abilities and also your attitude and your interests narrow over time. Right. It's just the data is irrefutable, right? Even in, even including like people always worry about, oh, my healthcare costs, my healthcare costs. I'm like, even adjusting for healthcare costs, seniors spend less. Period. And the sentence, you know. And so what happens is is that you know with my grandma when I gave her the ten thousand dollars, I was young. I thought that's I would put the money where I would she with the money, right? But at the end of the day. What she can do with it, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know? Like, yeah, she's going to the movies. So, she's she's watching Netflix. She's chilling out. Like, yeah, what she what is it? She's she, living with my mom. It's like she's yeah. not she's not gonna go free will and hop and down, go to Vegas, you know. Yeah. She's not you hitting know, Nobu. Some, she's not going some, to Chippendales. Let's get some boy. Yeah. <laughs> she's not going to Chippendales, get some boy toys, light money on fire, like yo, we both we balling tonight. You yeah. Know? That's not that's just not gonna happen. And you know, I, I I looked at this, you know, as I looked around my my thank you. When I looked around my life, you know, my ancestors, I'm like, wait a minute. 
I'm sitting here talking about like I'm different, but I'm not. These are my ancestors. I'm gonna be them. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, yeah, and 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 speaking on like the kids issue with inheritances. You know, it just. You know, it, it, when you say, hey, leave money to like a 65-year-old, everybody already throws up. they like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But that's what we do. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> like, here's the bottom line. If you're, if roughly your maximum, your mental health, I think peaks around between 28 and 30, right? It still can grow, whatever. And then your physical health, it peaks earlier and it plateaus at 33 and then you're in decline. Really? Right? 33? Why you gotta so, do me like, why you gotta come with the 33? Just coming right at, this is it? I'm at my prime? It, it's all, it's, it's all downhill? It's, this is it. It's really? all downhill. It's all downhill. Right here, this moment. All right. right. It's all downhill. 33 and a half. This is it. Okay. Whatever, if you, if you get in the best shape you possibly can, this will be the best shape you ever will be. Wow. Wow, thirty three. So Interesting. Never heard that. That's, that, that's ask it. Ask ask any Olympian. The people who are like at the best shape of their life when they're at, at all times. Yeah. And then they age. You know what I mean? They can be in the bestest, bestest, bestest shape of their life as at past thirty three. It's nowhere near as good as when they were thirty three. Well, we know we know uh, Olympian or two, so we could uh, we could check on that. But I, I think <laughs> they yeah, I think they peak a little. Well, I guess that makes sense. The best athletes are kind of that's like their prime slows down, right? 34, 30. Like, we we have a benchmark, right? They're always in the top one percent of the. You know, I mean, they're at the top one percent, right? Like they're always doing their best, unless they were like slouchy and just beast, right? Right. But the, the bottom line is this: is that as you get older, your physical ability to get value out of your money declines. Right. Right. So. Yeah. You know, giving 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 a hundred bucks to a sixty five year old is not as valuable as giving a hundred bucks to a thirty three year old. Right, that thirty three year old is going to really they're going to use it. They're going to do stuff they couldn't do, like that they weren't doing before. Their interests are different. Yeah, about the way the way I say it is is that their interests and their ability, their interests are wider and their ability is better, and so they have more utility out of a dollar than a sixty five year old. Just plain and simple. So if your goal is to give your kids positive experiences and you want to maximize their life experiences, you want to give it to them. You want to give them the money when they have the most utility for it, when they can get the most experience out of it. You right. don't want to give it to them when they're 90 on their deathbed. What if I live to 108? My daughter's 90. I'm a week to I die. She's 90. Then what's she going to do? Yeah, she might not be alive. And, and not, yeah, you, you might outlive, you know, whatever. Right. So, it's like, so, 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 doesn't make sense. Yeah, so that's the extreme example, right? You can use an extreme example and you can say, okay, yeah, I get the extreme. So somewhere between zero and X age is the right age. And I make arguments in the book for what I think the right age is. Right. That's, it's also, you know, and that's also maybe a, a function of maturity and other, other things going on in the life or whatever. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's going to be different for everyone. But the point is don't wait necessarily if you can afford it and it's not going to change your day, you should probably at least consider to, to not just have a will and like, let that be that or, or adjust it. So yeah, super interesting, super interesting stuff. All right. Well, Bill, I could, we could talk forever and we will have, this is an hour. This is literally, we'll have another podcast, but this is, I might even have to just throw this video up somewhere because yeah, we dropped some knowledge and I, I see the people coming on and watching and join. Um, but yeah, stay safe. We'll have to link up soon. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm in Russia, so uh, I don't know. We're, we're working on it, but this has got, it got escalated quickly and supposed to be here till, Tuesday, and I think gonna leave in the morning now. It's already 6.30 a.m. here already, so I'm 
It's a it's a bit late, but I'm, we're we're jamming out of here. Eddie's here, uh, Robles, some other guys. That everyone's kind of antsy to get back to the U.S. Just because, again, not even that. Oh, they say whatever. It's just like stuff happens in a second, right? They tomorrow wake up, new things are going. They say, oh well, no, we're just closing everywhere, not just one. You know, leaving open certain places, and it's just you don't want to mess around. It's not good to be. Uh, it's actually for the first time in Russia. The fact that I am scared of Russia. Like, I've never wanted to go. I remember you and I almost went in 2013. We were looking at visas and passports. I think you ended up going later. But we were in Houston and we are about to jam over there. Um, it's funny because, like, Russia does scare me a bit. Just, like, the whole deal and, like, whatever. And then here I am and it's, like, the first time there's, like, a real crisis. You know? Like, I'm legitimately, like, I couldn't think of a worse place further away from home. Now, I, actually, it's beautiful. I've had a great time here. And, and shout out to Sochi Casino and the whole place. So, I'm not saying like that. But just in terms of proximity, like, if you told me, like, shit's shut down, you can't get home and you're in Russia, like, that's not in Canada. That's not even in, like, Vancouver. You find a way over the border. You drive. Like, you're, it's, that's not easy. Like, you're far. That's far. No. Not where I want to be no. right yeah, now. Just, you know, like, yeah, they yeah. say, oh, no, like, shit doesn't go for three months, six months, and you're just like, it's not going to fly. Yeah. So we got to gotta roll. No, even 30 days, you'll go crazy, right? You want to get home. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, in, I'm going nuts already. It's like, I, I could feel, I feel like sick. And when I heard the message tonight about what's going on, and I kind of saw it coming, I just thought maybe it would be another week or two um, being over here. But I know you were considering coming here originally, and then you were just like, I'm out. But um, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you're, you're dialed yeah. in. I mean, this guy like this, it's just like, here's a problem. Like, you know, when you, like you see exponential growth, but to understand and predict all the secondary and tertiary effects that happen, it's impossible. I have no clue what's going to happen. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you see, you see in Australia, other places, they call it the toilet paper crisis. People are fleeing. You don't know. Like, at what point does order, like, get, it gets lost? Like, there's no way, like, you call 911. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, shit's just, like, everyone for themselves. Like, it should, hopefully never would come to that. But it's like, you don't know how people are going to respond. Like, look at, imagine in Wuhan. Can you imagine what was happening, like, when it, st- when it like, escalated? It must have been, like, a zombie apocalypse. Listen, not not since Kent State has a National Guard been called up against its own citizens. Is that what happened? I mean, they have the National Guard. They have the National Guard in New Rochelle. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I have. They called it up the new in New Rochelle. They brought the National Guard out. I'm like, people are like, oh well, it's in New Rochelle. No big deal. That's some scary ass shit. I don't even know. You don't I, know what the ultimate plan is. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's you know I'm here because I don't want to be a, a, a hype master. You know what I mean? Right. No, I'm we're not trying to like, work people up. This isn't. We're not. We're not looking for headlines, and we're not going to go in the rabbit hole and whatever. But you're right. Like it's you just want to stay yeah, ahead of I mean, it and be like smart. Said, Wait, a minute. The, the the National Guard's called up. Wait yeah, a minute. That, that happened in Katrina, and that happened in Kent State, and they're going there because of a quarantine right. to keep people where they got to be. I'm like. That's some serious shit. Right. Guys with guns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Coming in to, you know, like, that, that concerns me. Right. They're- that concerns me. And how many cases can you see in New Rochelle? Can anybody count them? Does anybody know? No, it doesn't seem like that much. Right? But sure enough, National Guard. There right. they are. Right. And then- so I don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> you know? where, where That's in New York? Um, yeah. Yeah. Is there is there a certain place so like New York is off like there I mean you I would, you, you would catch me dead in New York right now I was supposed to go to New York for, to record the book I didn't use it right 
Yeah, I just, can't be in New York City and then all of a sudden they're like, we're shutting down New York and I can't get out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it's probably already chaos, right? Like there's probably already every like people there, the flights get jammed up. At what point, you know, the workers don't want to work there. At what point, like I wouldn't want to be a screener or something, you know, you're just sitting there like. I just say it's just like, it's just too yeah. dense of a city for me. Yeah. yeah, like I don't, you know, everybody has their own thing. And there's a lot of people are gonna be okay or whatever and stuff yeah. like that. But like now, I'm at the point of like, if I fly into a city and it gets shut down, you know, do I want to be there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. can I hang out there? Right. You know, is my whole family with me? Whatever. Like, these are considerations now. Yeah, it's serious, it's serious stuff. So, all right, well, Bill, we will we'll have a follow up. This was uh, very informative and always uh, good to catch up, and we'll we'll definitely. Uh, hopefully get back to us pretty soon hopefully tomorrow and then uh we'll I'll touch base and we'll figure something out hopefully we're uh everything slows down and calms down a bit but yeah seeing the nba postpone the season at march madness played without fans who knows if they'll even have it you know all this stuff like that these are like big and there's a lot of implications financially right these aren't like the, the olympics they're saying is like a big underdog to happen i don't even know if there's new news this was like a week ago like you start seeing because there's a lot of financial repercussions it's not just so simple as like oh like we're not going to do it you know this is like no, yeah these I mean, are big like, deals are, a lot of money a lot of, the, a lot of things involved i think the consumer is responsible for 70 percent of our economy and people can't consume right like can't go anywhere like events are not happening and so you know it's a new normal for at least, you know, for, for the foreseeable future. Maybe. And so everything needs to be priced in for the new normal until, you know, things turn the corner. Yep. But, you know, from my, my perspective as a trader, and I'm not recommending anything to anybody, you can look at my timeline. You saw when I said this market is undervaluing this threat, right? right? Way back, way back when. And, um, you know, until I see things getting better, I, I see, you know, I see them getting worse. It's like, is tomorrow going to be a better day? Not yet. Right. Behavior hasn't changed enough. So when behavior has changed enough, then I'm going to be like, okay, I can be bullish or I can get out or whatever. But until then, I'm not too bullish on anything. Not right. saying I'm right. It's definitely going to go down. I'm just saying like, I'm not going to be long. Right. Right. You know, nope. we, can, we can have 10 million, 30 million, 40 million cases in the United States. We could, or we could have none. I don't know. Right now, I give me. Know. Let's, I, I don't know. Leave, leave me. Leave. Leave us on this. What if you were saying until that date, or like until you think schools open back up, or tickets? Like, do you have? It'd be a wild guess, but if you had to set a line just off the top of your head based on exponential growth, what you're seeing, what info, info you have, just like throw throw something out there. Obviously, not just like based on the information, which is limited. Uh, wh- wh- when do you think Whatever this is the like? Cases, yeah. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, two to the twentieth is around um, a million, million forty-eight, right? I think it's a million forty-eight thousand or a million forty-eight. Two okay. to the twentieth. Okay. Anyway, let's just call it a million to, to, to make it simple. Since I'm on the phone and don't have a calculator. Yeah. Right. Um, so whatever cases you have, and it's selling every six days, right? So basically, right, six times twenty, right, one hundred and twenty days. Yeah. In three months, you have a million times as many cases as you have now. Wow. Right. It's not going to go that way. Right. That's basically that's basically the whole United States of America. Right. Right. And so it will slow down just because of the simple math that when you start getting so many infections, the people you're around are already infected. So you don't the infections start growing as fast. But like in two months, if it keeps going this way, roughly around May, the hospital system is completely overrun. It's done. 
Right. You know what I mean? And there's really no way, there's no way to catch it or or to like, to start, you could prepare and you could try to start doing stuff, but it's just a function of workers, supplies. Like you can't. People take about the fifth or sixth or seventh or 10th doubling seriously. I mean, that's what Italy did. And then they just shut shit down like mad because they have to. That's what China did, right? China had to shut shit down like mad. Right. They couldn't go better. Yeah. Things got better in China because their behavior changed. Once the behavior changed, things get better. And so like USA is still at a point where we can, you think we're still early enough to change. And that's basically what you're seeing right now with the the airports. I mean, you're starting to see on the edges behavior changing, which is good. It needs to change more. But, you know, we got to get rid of the clowns that are like, this is the flu and blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, nah, dude. It ain't the flu. We need to change behavior. Right. All right. Well, Bill, we're going to leave you on that. Thank you so much. This was a, this was a treat to catch up and hear your insights. And, yeah, stay safe out there. We'll see you get home. Uh, Brisa Sky, everyone say hi to Larry, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you very soon. Thank you for the, for the time. All right, man. All right. We'll do. All right. Travel safe. Love well, you. Love you, man. Bill Perkins, ladies and gentlemen, that's a treat. I'll tell you what. Bill is – I've known Bill – since 2012, one of the smartest, sharpest, most interesting people in terms of how he thinks about things. Um, you know, I know he's uh, he was spot on about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm in I'm in Russia. I'm trying to get home. And I was doing a poker stream earlier. Got Bill while we were chatting and then hopped on the call. And it'd be an hour. It's super late here. And I have to decide. I think we're leaving maybe today. I was supposed to do commentary for the Triton. I'm sorry. Well, not this is not Triton. This is the Sochi Party Poker High Roller. Um, series. There was a the 100K final table tomorrow. Uh, another short deck event than the 250K. But yeah, going to probably be getting out of here. Just make sure to get home, uh, at least back in North America. Like I said, hopefully going to do some streams or maybe I get to Mexico or go somewhere even, you know, lay low, get the family together and figure it out. There's a big power fest starting on Sunday, the 15th to the 29th on Party Poker. I want to stream as much as possible, assuming that everything's calmed down and, you know, relaxed and can be somewhere to do that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm trying to get back home and being far away in a spot where all of a sudden the borders are closed. It's pretty, pretty scary. I was supposed to do the Triton commentary for Jeju and that got postponed and canceled and then came here to support Rob Party Poker. And um, yeah, now time to get back and uh, hope you guys stay safe. Please, please be smart. Don't underestimate this. Again, if nothing else, understand that you can get it, spread it, and really do damage and, and potentially kill someone that is older or sick. Um, and obviously, if you're a mute, if you're in your 30s or 20s and or teenager or child, it doesn't mean that you get it and everything's just guaranteed fine. Yeah, you're in a lot better off shape than someone that's older or has uh, health issues. But you know, really, um, you know, do your best to 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 help. You know, get the hand sanitizer, wash your hands. You know, do the thing on the doorknob. Don't don't spread your shaking hands. All that stuff. Just do your best, and this can help a lot. And uh, you know, uh, obviously, you see people, Tom Hanks, NBA stars, Juventus player gets it. They're they're closing games. They're doing they're behind doors uh, studios uh, for for big sporting events, and they're even canceling stuff. South by Southwest, Ultra in Miami, World Series of Poker likely canceled. Party Poker is shutting down events. Triton shutting down events. And uh, if you're playing poker and you're touching chips in a casino, good luck. I would highly advise against that. Of course, so many friends, different casinos, places um, that are that I support. I you know want business and, and whatnot. Wish them the best, but I think it's common sense. And you know, I think uh, 
yeah, I was hoping to play the Hard Rock in April, some of the stuff, but who knows if that's even going to go on. And we'll have a lot more information in the coming weeks. But do your best, stay safe, be smart, respect others, and I will see you guys uh, soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.